0: Welcome to the What Say You podcast. I'm Joan Bergio. I'm Casey Jost. And are you ready to listen to us talk for an hour? That's, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, so, very excited. We're coming to you live. Always live, I guess, when you're recording something. Yes, Live tape. From my apartment, although we're in this weird nook that's like a little, like, lounge that no one ever uses. there's a jackhammer going on outside constantly, because they're building a hotel across the street from your place. Mm-hmm. Which is Cool. It's a boutique hotel, which I don't know exactly what that means. I think it just means it's a small hotel. So if you want to if you wanna rent a room across the street from Casey, your, your chance is coming soon. Oh, no, <laughs> Should no. I give the address? No, <laughs> no, no. no. Any, any hotels that pop up in the next couple months, <laughs> you might want to book a room. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, well, I've given out too many details about my apartment. That sounds like it's a What Say You podcast. Thank you. That was all our time. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> like you haven't done it to me. Any chance you get. I mean, Yeah. I've I've done a lot of bad things to you. No, I don't I, you're lucky I take in stride. Is, have you ever pranked someone and they don't take it so hot? Yeah, of course. Like like what's it, do you have an example that comes to mind? Um nothing comes to mind. I haven't really thought about it, but I feel like there are times where you prank someone and they're just like, "I just I didn't want this. I just didn't want right. this." Well, when you pour water on someone like that's never good. Like we were talking about that you're you're talking about. There's a, so this this whole podcast today. I, we're going to talk a lot about food because that's just the agenda. And one of the things that we were talking about trying is there's these miracle berries. They're called yeah, they're called miracle berries, and they change the way things taste. So uh, f- apparently, you buy this thing on Amazon, you, you try it, and for an hour and a half, things like vinegar will start to taste like lemonade. Yeah. And like uh, an orange will taste like a grapefruit. It just alters the flavor of things. That one's not that big. I know, but like it's, it's like kind of, I don't know. Well, I think one of the things I read is like if you put like salt on grapefruit and bite it. Doesn't or, that happen in real life already? I forget. So there's something where it's like if you, eat, like sugar tastes like salt and salt tastes like sugar, that kind of thing. Yeah, right? it messes your whole taste bud situation up. And people call it flavor tripping. Yeah. And you get, you know, for an hour and a half, your senses, your your flavor senses are all like, Mangled. No, they're mm-hmm. just different, so which I is exciting. To, yeah. So I was saying, like, I want to, I want to just slip that yeah. into like Lisa's food, my wife. Yeah. And it would be funny, but I think that she'd be like, "Why did you do this?" She, or are we going to tell her after she eats it, or like let her discover on her own? I would let her discover. She's like, "This doesn't taste right." Here, I think, sweetheart, I poured you a glass of vinegar. Like, what? You, I don't know what I would do. I think I would. I think what I would at a restaurant or something. If she ate it, um, at and at the restaurant, if she like. Was like this burger doesn't taste, or I guess she would need a burger, but this <laughs> salad doesn't taste right. Right. Well, that's good because there's a lot of vinegar in a salad dressing. She'll start to think it's like lemon vinegar. It's really sweet. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. So yeah, we're gonna take your wife down, man, one step at a time. Yeah. I, so that's over. That was that'd be a fun prank, but I don't know if she would love it. She'd just be like, "This is inconvenient," <laughs> right? Uh, but so uh, speaking of food, last time on the What Say You podcast, junior varsity style, we asked people to send us. Food. We ask people to send us like, you know, baked goods. Baked goods from a packaged place. Don't send the ones that you made because they could be poisoned. You know how it goes. They don't poison us. Yeah, like don't eat unwrapped candy on Halloween. Don't send us brownies you made, no matter how delicious they are. If you want to poison us, you have to do a really good job of wrapping it because right. we're like pros. We're poison pros. Uh, but the. The thing that we asked was to send it. And then we we had, there's two addresses we said. Because we accidentally said 75 Broadway. Right. And we said, okay, so send canned goods, right? Yes. Yeah, so to 75. 75 Broadway. And we said send baked goods. To 75, to 75 Broad. 75 broad Street. And what happened was, and we did not know this. So people send cans. And when we looked up where 75 Broad, broad Broadway is. It's a church, it's Trinity Church, <laughs> which is perfect for canned goods to go there. Yeah. It's like what we we like engineered like po- like a positive through a light little bit of pranking, we did the world good yeah, like what like that's a real I guess it would it be a practical joke because it's practically great, right <laughs> and it's a, the most practical place you can send canned goods to yeah, that, that was a real practical joke, yeah. Um, so but yeah, that's so that. Thank you very much. If you guys wanna, we want to thank uh the Tender Girls, Tender Gals, the Tender Gals. No, it's the Tender Girls. Tender Girls. Yeah, it was because there's there's two different there's different groups. Right. There's the Sal's Gals Club. No, no, Club. Sal Gals. Oh, are you sure? Oh yeah, you're pretty right. sure, yeah. Because yeah, that's right. It's the Sal Gals Club.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then there's there also the Tender Girls. So that's why I think you are confusing. And Celeste, I think was I saw her recently at a staff infection show. Plug plug to the writer's uh, show that we do in New York called Staff Infection. Once a month. But Celeste, yeah, she, she was there and she said, did you like it? And, of course, I did not because I, nobody saved me any. Well, we tried to, but, like, word got out that there were some delicious baked goods in the office and there were, like, uh, flies on rice? Yeah. No, that's not it. did <laughs> that works because flies would probably eat anything. White on rice? White on rice. Or, Unless – I mean, it's like flies on sh- shit. Why don't they say brown on rice? I don't think brown rice was as big as it is when that phrase got coined. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: Which anyway, the weird. rice.
0: Uh, so, so, the rice. Everyone loved baked goods, right? And on the topic of food, there's a few things I want to talk about. One is I had the best taco of my entire career of eating food. Your career as a taco as a person who eats a food, food. Eater? As a food eater, I had the best taco of my life. It was at at like a stand that was in Herald Square in New York. And there was a restaurant that I I, know, I mean, I could shout it out, but I don't is know. Is that a we... comedy club? No. What do you s- mean? Oh, it's a, it's a taco stand. It was, you no, know, it was not at the stand. It was at a taco stand. Uh, but the, it's a place called uh, Maconda? Macondo? 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 Taparia Latina. But they have two restaurants in the Lower East Side and the West Village, but they also had the stand. Uh, Dude, uh, it was like a yucca flower shell. Mm-hmm. The, the, the flower shell was made of yucca. You ever Which, heard of Which uh, is France? a type of potato. It is? I don't know. What is it? I don't it's know. a fibrous plant? Yeah, yeah. It must be some kind of starchy thing. Well, I want to point out to, to our dear listeners that you just pulled the card out from your money clip mm-hmm. of this taco stand. Yeah. And, and I got to say, there's a lot of, there's limited space in one's money clip. You must really love it to put a card in there. It was phenomenal. It was, a card in there. The size of it was between a taco and a burrito. So it was a taco, but it was like the size of, you know, like a small burrito. See that's the thing about tacos. I mean, I'm always tricked by them. You can uh, usually get an order of two or three. I mean, it's like yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna do on that. I used to do. I used to order three tacos, and the last time I did it, I was too Stucked. full, and I was like, I should only do two. But this place, I just got one, and it was phenomenal. It was like it was like a short rib, uh, taco, and then the yuca flour. The cheese was good. It was just the whole thing was the best. And I thought to myself, I should write down the name and date, and like remember. That this was the best taco. Because you ever do that you're like, oh, this is the best food I had. And then you kind of forget about it. Yeah. If I had like a, a short list or a list of like, this is the best taco. This is the second place. You know what I mean? I try to remember. And like, this is the best pizza. I think that's something people should You should make do. like a, an Excel spreadsheet of good foods you've eaten. Yeah. That's what I want. That's literally what I want to do. Literally? It's figure. It's figuratively. Why don't you just do it? What's well, stopping you? Hypothetically, I don't know if figuratively I can literally do it. Literally, you can just look it up figuratively. That's you know, spiritually not what I want to do. Okay. i follow you. This is another thing that, so Joe and I, speaking of food, <laughs> the entire thing is about yeah. food. Joe and I just went to a restaurant in our, in my neighborhood called Umami Burger. And I had an idea for a service or an app that I think is going to change everything. Please but, do tell. Okay. And I've already told him about this, but we're going to discuss We're going to pretend I don't know about it. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. That's a great start. Uh, so, what does this app case? <laughs> so, we, I was sitting and we finished our our food, and you know that this happens every time you go to a restaurant. Finish your food, and then you know you want to leave, but you can't because you got to wait for the guy to come over and be like, "Hey, can we now have the check?" It's always that awkward thing because, like, he's like, what, he's busy." What other food can I sell you on? Right? And you're like, "You're not gonna sell it if I want it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get it." You know? And and so I want to point out about this this mm-hmm. moment you're speaking of. This is true for you and me. We're always, we're boys on the run, you know? Yeah. We, we got to go on to our next thing. Yeah. And, but, but a lot of people I know, they love to digest and sit there. So this might not be for everyone just off the bat, but I would like, I mean, they still have the option. Well, let's tell them what the option is. Don't move around so much. Not farting. It's just a leather couch. Don't do that. Don't do it. People hate that. All right. So, yeah. I, but now I'd like to put the power in their hands, not in this guy's hands that like is a waiter. And what I'm suggesting is, uh, that so? The awkward moment is this: you finish your food, you have to wait for the guy to come. He comes, then you give him the the you know, then you ask him for the. The check, he goes away to some mystical land and, you know, works out the paper and kills a tree and brings it back to you. And then you pay. And if you need change, he has to go back again. Or if you have a credit card, he has to go and run it it's and call the to president. Do. And then he comes back and says, here, your card's denied, Casey. And I'm like, I'll oh, use this card. And finally, after the third card, it works. Mm-hmm. And then you sign the tip and everything. This is what I'm saying. We already have like a seamless, like the app seamless. Where you like your Ubers, your Lyfts. Your you seamlesses. have all these things. So, I, what I say is you go to this restaurant, you sign in, like you log in, well, I don't know, a QR code thing. So, it's like on people your phone. People hate QR codes. Okay. I like am just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I'm look, just saying. That, I'm, some version of where you come you, and you sign tweet in. tweet at me if you like QR codes, please. I want to know who out there, who among us likes a QR code.
1: Yeah, There's it's so many.
0: stupid. Tell me. I like the way it looks. It looks like this alien technology. Sure. Everyone loves the way they look, but no one <laughs> uses them. So, if you like the way a QR code looks, tweet at SIBadboy. Uh, uh, not looks, not looks. If you like the way, a, what, if you like QR codes in general, not the way they look, just like the Everyone service. knows that they look cool. There's no argument there. So, tweet at him and, and send a picture of a QR code. Does everyone know what a QR code is? Uh, it's like those weird little box things, box in a box. It's like those. a barcode or a scan mm-hmm. you know, you might see on a grocery, except it's a weird glitchy looking box. Yeah, Google it. Google QR code. Yeah. Anyway, so you you sign in somehow, you log in, and then you get a table, and then your whole menu is on your phone, right? Like on your you have to have a smartphone. And this is not for every restaurant. This is not going to be for like you know your old school Italian restaurant where that's the ambiance. But this is sort of for these modern restaurants, which is they're popping up all over. I, yeah, I liked the um, experience there at Umami Burger, mm-hmm. but that guy was smiling too much. To the waiter. I didn't yeah. like his smile. Well, I'm trying to take him out of the whole take equation. Take him out of the equation. So, this is the thing. So, you order your food and everything on the phone. There's no – the only mistake that there could be is if you made the mistake, which is another thing. Put so the pallet Entirely possible. Right? The food comes out. There's a person there working the floor to get you extra napkins and stuff, but he's not necessarily a waiter unless like there is an issue, then he could handle it himself personally. But everything else is like on the phone. Then when you finish your food, you just pay on the, the, with the app and you get out of there and you leave. And you enjoy, and then you save time, because time is money, and money is power, and power is respect, and respect is family. Wow. Yeah. What if you don't want a family? Then, then you shouldn't even be at restaurants. Yeah. Because restaurants are about family. Olive Garden. <laughs> That's a really good connection. <laughs> Thanks, man. So are there any flaws in this plan? Yes. Here's the flaw. Why are you tipping? Yeah, cause you could just leave and ghost them. Totally. Ghost the shit out of them. Well, I mean, you could also, do that now no one to too. Do. You could do that anyway, but it's like, but what's the, like when you're tipping a waiter, you're it's like, Oh, I the like search. the service. Yeah. And I like that this person, you know, there's an identity to the restaurant with this. Granted, there is a person walking around clearing your plates and you have to think there are people working. And then the tips, maybe the tips are then circulated to the chefs and stuff because aside from their pay, maybe that's the way it could, could work. And then you're thinking, oh, that was such good food. Let me tip on the food. Which, like, when you like, here's the thing: when you tip a bartender, you're tipping him for the drink. And like, if it's a cocktail, I you know you should tip more because he's like putting work into it. I could see this working at a specific restaurant, like a really f- hip fusiony place where like robots serve you and there's a lot of dance music on. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I kind of like the idea of uh, interacting with a waiter or waitress. Of course, but I think that can also exist. This is, for, this is definitely for a different kind of restaurant. Right, robots. This is for robots to eat at a restaurant where they eat gears and parts and they mash up right. oil. And then that's this is what that clientele is for. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I should have said that. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't clear on that. Yeah. No, I think this could work at like certain cool places. Like this could work at your umami burger, your bear burger, even a chipotle. No, oh, maybe not chipotle. Your not umami a burger? Umami. Sounded like you said you're a mommy burger. You're a mommy burger is a different place. It's a fucked up disc, bro. <laughs> you're a mommy burger. You're a mommy burger. I'll take the mommy burger, please. That's gross. Um, so that yeah, so that was the restaurant. All right, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll pitch it to our guy Shark Tank. Yeah, the FUBU my guy, my friend Shark Tank. <laughs> That'd be a cool name, y'all. Shark Tank. <laughs> well, There's a little bit of noise happening in the background. I just want to let everyone know that I'm not... Casey's sensitive to the fact that everyone hates any kind of noise other than our sweet, soothing voices. That's my robot body malfunctioning. <laughs> um, so here's another thing that we have to talk about next. Uh, the bachelor party. So last time we talked, the, we, went, we went to a bachelor. We were going we we're going to be going to a bachelor party right. camping. And I was a little nervous, I think, about camping, right? Yes. You expressed some some nerve about the fact that we're going four and a half hours upstate to a secluded lake Mm-hmm. And it was going to be kind of cold and rainy, mm-hmm. and we're camping with no no actual toilets. That was the, the weekend that there was like supposed to be a hurricane, right? But luckily, we were like north of it. It was so far away, and this is another issue. If you're going away for a weekend, do you want if like just for a weekend? Do you want to travel? Do you want ten hours to be travel time? You know how many hours are in a weekend? Uh seventy-two. Seventy-two. So then you're already cut down to sixty-two hours. Oh, <laughs> I guess you're right. But you know, so it, so that was I was a little concerned. Five hours in the car, you know, it's like that's that was one was thing. And you, also, did I've you never, have fun in the car? I had a great time in the yeah. car. I learned a lot about myself and my I, passengers. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't even know where to begin. That was a really fun bachelor party. I know you're right. There was it was insanely fun. It was there was like a lot of bonding and funny stuff and making fires. And really funny stuff. The food was good, and we were like. There's also a lot of, like, activities. Mm-hmm. You gotta have activities. We're not talking popsicle, like, houses or something like that. We're, not, like making, that we're not even talking ghost stories. No. No, there were no ghost stories, right? I think I, in character I told it. You story. did, you did. Yeah. Okay. I, there was one campfire ghost story. I played a character and told a ghost story, and yes. it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, but then, so there was also, we went white water rafting. Mm-hmm. It was, well, it was yeah. exhausting, really, yeah. All that stuff we did. But I didn't think I'd like... Like it as much as I. Like. I mean, I knew that I'd have fun once we got up there, but I like had a ball. I was like, now I'm like, I can't wait to camp again. I slept on the floor of nature, and I feel great about it. So, just to paint the picture, I didn't really know what to expect when we got there, but we had an entire island in the middle of Indian Lake. It's called right, and uh, the island was called Long Island, which is you know crazy. I, I can't believe there's another Long Island, and it's a lot like the Long Island we all know. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a lot of barbershops and yes. pizza places on this little... Uh, no, it was like this secluded little island in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't that little? It was like oh yeah, like 3,000 yards or something? Yeah, but it would take you, what, like a half an hour to walk to walk around the whole thing? That's crazy, though, because we, we in a very American move, we, we rented way more land than we needed. Yeah, you're right. And didn't use half of the island. USA. Yeah. So the other thing was, this is was what made me nervous. We had to go to a place, park, and then kayak to this island. That was the original plan. What that, a would dumb been, idea. that would have been insane. It was luckily. like a two-mile boat ride. Yeah. Luckily, we got a boat. And even in the boat, when you had a lot of people on the boat, it took forever to get there. And that's with a motor. We also almost tipped that boat. Yeah. We had this crazy big pontoon boat for like, it's supposed to carry 12 people. We had 16 people on it and two beer kegs. And all this gear. It was insane. And food, everything. And we, on the way back home, we almost, like, too many people stood in the front and a bunch of people fell in while the boat was going. Yeah. Luckily, they killed the engine because that would have killed a person. It was a very adventurous and dangerous weekend. Yeah. We went at night to pick up some guys that came after sunset in the boat and all we had were little flashlights to navigate like, yeah. two miles of water and, like, the fog. But the Jeep, no, it was cool. The GPS worked. Yeah. Like, so you could see where you were in between, like, these mountains. That was really fun, man. That was cool. I like a good adventure. You know me. Uh, Of course. And it was very different. Our friend Pat is getting married. It was Pat's bachelor party. Also, I should mention that the last day, Joe and Bergio here went skinny dipping in just in front of, you know, all... Well, well, I I didn't didn't start out in front of everybody. You guys kind of just came around the corner and found me enjoying this lake. Like, he's completely bare-ass naked in a lake, and then... then it just became this weird photo session (laughs) of you like if we just started making pornography of you in the lake and like climbing rocks my favorite part of it was you were so this is insane that this even happened (laughs) but the funny is it's oddly enough like this probably happens on a lot of bachelor parties I know but Well, the best part was Pat's older brothers who were, like, firemen. and like like, 20 and, years older than me. Yeah, yeah so they, they left to, to like, drop one, half the people off, and then they were coming back. And so as they're coming back, you stood on a rock. We all hid. You were completely naked, waving a branch. And as they came around, you said, something went wrong. <laughs> Which is just you. What kind of picture does that paint? Like, naked. what could have gone wrong in the 15 minutes that they left the island? I'm naked. <laughs> Everyone's <dead>. gone. <laughs> and something went wrong. Yeah. I, uh, I, is there, is it a pro? Do I have a problem, Casey? You're my friend, right? Uh-huh, yeah. You can tell me objectively. Yeah, you do have a problem. Every time, problem. no. <laughs> Every time that we're uh, on this podcast, like, some kind of nudity on my part comes up. Well, I don't know. Because, no, because sometimes it was just you sent a picture to my dad of a penis. Yeah. I, so that was one thing. That was on you. That wasn't your body, though. Right could which could my, well have been. I think my dad at some point thought it was either my penis, which would have been insane, or yours, which is also I mean he made, also. Your, he made your penis. <laughs> he, he crafted that dick. So, what a weird your thing. Your dad made your dick, bro. Oh my god. So, anyway, and and so you so if it's yours it's even worse cuz he didn't as to my knowledge he did not make your penis. No. As far as I know, he right. had no hand in my dick. <laughs> as of yet. Uh, so, so that is, that, so that, that is, you started it. Uh-huh. When else did it come up? Uh, the Snapchat snafu. That's true. Um, d- didn't it, was it, was there not something else? Easy on the couch. I'm sorry about the couch. It's helping me think. Uh, I feel like there was more dick at some point No. I mean, I, I, there's, I hope I'm trying to think if there's something else you did. I mean, I don't know if it, if it's like a, a reoccurring thing or just like, that's just a, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you get, like, since high school, I feel like our group of friends, like, like I think this is probably common with a lot of, like, dumb guys, will just, like, a funny joke is to just, like, show your private parts or your butt. Right. It's just, like, it's a dumb thing to do. Because everyone knows it's just dumb looking, and, like, it's kind of funny, you know? Yeah. To pull it out. and Like, there was this kid in, in class... (laughs) <laughs> um who would he would have his wrist down by his pants and he'd be like bro check out my watch and like you'd look it and it wasn't a watch he just yeah. like, wrapped his dick around his wrist <laughs> we went i don't know i mean could we instead of saying the, the saying dick we could we just start saying private parts private genitals yeah and make it really medical of course clinical well we we're supposed to talk about food and now we're talking about private a parts. different and- kind of food and and oogly booglies. There's a picture of you and me from that bachelor party uh, where yes. I'm butt naked and you are beyond fully clothed. You're wearing like winter gear. Yes, I was. I mean, I'm always cold, so I was like in nature. I brought lots of extra. I brought like a winter coat, like so much stuff. And this is like the beginning of October, and I'm literally wearing a T-shirt today in November because it's a beautiful out. One of the, for one of the bits the guys were filming recently. Um, it was like they had to pass a note to a stranger, mm-hmm. and we included it in the packet. Uh, That picture of you and me for the guys. Oh, great! They loved it. Yeah, so everyone. They didn't didn't use it, and I don't know where it is. It could be floating around somewhere on set. So everyone saw your little princess. Marie promised to burn it, and I don't think he's going to. No, he's going to keep it forever. Marie's going to frame it. He's going to frame it and put it up at (laughs) the department. But the the uh, so that was that bachelor party, and I will say the food was great. Remember, so one thing I made was they had Pat bought this thing called. What are they called? Cowboy grilled cheese? Hobo, hobo pie. Hobo pie maker. And it's like, basically, it's like, you can make grilled cheese in it too. Sure. So it's basically like this cast iron thing that closes shut, but there's like a wood handle on it. You put it in a fire and you could put like two pieces of bread and stuff in the middle. And so they're making these hobo pies with like, they were calling it with like uh, marshmallows in the middle of two pieces of bread. And I was like skilling that. You were like the cake boss, man. You were just making pastry after pastry, of this pie filling. It was delicious. I love cooking for a lot of people. Yeah. You get into the zone, you become like a human uh, conveyor belt or something. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I think I... I, 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 I don't just, ever see you cook unless it's for like 16 people. It's true. I, I prefer to, like on all of our Why retreats. I don't know. I just like... I think I, I think it's like... I like being active. I like making stuff. You, it'll either be like scrambled eggs... Like a ton of scrambled eggs. used to make this thing called mush. Yeah, that was great. And At your parents' house. It was just like canned beans and whatever you could find in the house. Yeah, I just put it all in. For like our late night like hangouts there. Those were great. Yeah. Mush was great. It would always, always be like those sun-dried tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They would always be. Well, you them. should put the recipe up. You're right. And the recipe is open up easy. your cabinets and put things into a pot. I think the only thing that was always in it was black beans. Right. Maybe chicken too. Anyway, so so the, the food we made was really good. It was like classic food, like good hot dogs. That burger I had that he got from like Costco was amazing. Those burgers were nuts, bro. They were huge. Yeah, they were like an umami burger. It was like There's, your mom. Bur- if I can, <laughs> if I can recommend anything to our listeners, it's that uh, hang out with firefighters when they're cooking. Yeah, because man, they know how to cook. They do. They know how to cook. So so there, so that was that bachelor party, and I want to jump back because can Q cook? Brian Quinn. Yeah. Quinn. I don't think so. Not every fireman can cook. Seems like, but can. there are people at the fire department that are like the chef, and there's always you always need like a back like a sous chef and another chef, so it's that great. if that guy's not there, some other guy steps up. I love that, but I don't think Brian Quinn was ever the chef guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he was probably just a comic relief, right? <laughs> the guy Fieri. Yeah. Well, so that bachelor party was very fun and the food was great. And I want to talk – so my bachelor party was in New Orleans where you just got back from. Yeah, I just – I went on a trip to New Orleans for Halloween. Mm. Uh, it was fantastic. And speaking of food, man, that shit is good. Okay. <laughs> <I> just got, <laughs> became so, a different person. I, some vacations you leave and you come back feeling refreshed. I feel the opposite. I feel like weighed down by buttery substances. Yeah. Oh, my God. New Orleans is all about that. Yeah. Here's another funny food story. I went to, um, with, I went, James McCarthy, one of the other writers on the show, happened to be in New Orleans at the same time. We didn't plan it. So cool. And he, he was like, Hey, you want to come to the Giants Saints game at the Superdome? And it's like one of the best games. it, It happens to have been one of the best games of the year. Also, like, the Superdome's right in the middle of the city. So, like, I picked up a ticket for like 40 bucks and just went. It's the most fun saints fans are awesome yeah they're so cool every they, they play this song every time the saints score stand up get crunk i heard it uh, he it, played it for us when we did a staff Oh, uh, look up stand up intro. get crunk you every time the saints scored uh, it was a great moment because and everyone stops all they the, scored a lot they, they did everyone did it was like a college game right uh it's great look up by the yin yang twins uh, made famous for uh wait till you see my dick private parts of genitals please i'm sorry wait till you see my privates right um on the uh, so speaking of food, even the food at the stadium was great. I got like a jambalaya, J- a jambalaya. It sounds like jamba juice. Is like did, making some kind of rice. What's the pro- drink? What's the proper? I don't know, man. Jambalaya. A, it's like a fly on jambalaya. I, I got a jam jam there, and there was a, a nice sausage link on top. And I made it all the way back almost to my section, and it fell on the ground. The sausage link. And mm-hmm. I picked it up and I ate it anyway. That's disgusting. Were you really hammered? No. Were you naked? I was dead sober. And so you ate... I was neither naked nor on the floor. I, see, I'm, I'm not... I, like, me and Sal would be cringing and asking you a million questions. I want to talk to you about that for a second. Because okay. after I ate it, then I looked up the science behind it. Apparently, for food like a sausage, it's high in nitrates and sodium and things like that. Bacteria has no chance on it. Hmm. But for things like... Um, what about when, like, it touches dirt? Like, it, you touch, it's hitting the floor. Right. And it's definitely... Near the bathroom. Was it? I don't know. Everything's near the bathroom there. I agree there's a, several bathrooms and also everyone the bottom I, of every everyone's shoe has been on the bathroom i wiped it down with a napkin and i stand before you today a healthy strong male how long ago does that man? happen male man male man that's so funny i'm a male man <laughs> yeah i'm a male man <laughs> yeah, that's funny it's, you should just start telling people that yeah, you're a male oh <laughs> ma- i'm a male man oh, no i'm a male man <laughs> <laughs> i guess it's a double it's a yeah, like, o- it it an oxymoron is a redundancy. No, no. Redundance, uh, what's it called? A uh, Oh, man. What's that what's the phrase called? Not a redundant? Like No, oxymoron is one of the two of the opposite things. Yeah. But if you were saying like a jumbo blimp, that's almost like. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, tweet at Casey <laughs> Joes what that thing <laughs> is. What that thing could be. And then I'm like, by that time, I'll forget that we even talked about this. Yeah, I'm I know. Like, what the fuck is this guy talking? <laughs> what? Uh, do you, you would never eat something off the floor? I think I have at certain times, but what I would try to do is like I think I remember like cooking a hot dog and then falling and just putting it back on the grill and trying to cook off. Whatever. But yeah, then you'd pass it off to one of your friends. You wouldn't. I, would, I guarantee right. you would not eat that hot dog. You're absolutely right. But I your ex girlfriend in high school, I watched her do that uh-huh. while we were, we were having a cookout outside outside Farrell our high school like. Uh-huh one like during a play or something and she dropped a hot dog on the ground right in this like sandy dirt i watched her put it back on and she she gave me the same hot dog and i ate it and never sanded it (laughs) i mean what do you yeah pick that apart for a second right the fact that i saw it i ate it anyway (laughs) i'm so glad you guys broke up (laughs) hold on (laughs) Why did that come – I mean, I guess that well, – you know, why does it was anything another, come to mind? another sausage fell on the floor and I ate it. <laughs> I don't even remember. I wasn't even there, which is so funny. Probably not. But hold on. So, I want to jump back to a few <laughs> God. Take your time. I think I think – I, 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 if I were in that position, if it was sandy, I would throw it out. Or if I was desperate for food, I would pour water on it to get all the sand off. Right. Then put it back on the roof. Right. No. And then I would if I was gonna give it to you, I'd say, Hey, by the way, no, you this hot dog fell into sand would I not. poured water on it and put it back in. You would it. not. And then I'd say give it to Chris Vert or something. I'd say give it to- I would. I would no, I would tell a person like I was saying, if I dropped a hot dog and, and it looked fine, but I then grilled it for a while, I'd be like, disclaimer, I would not eat it. But I would give someone the disclaimer and let them have the option. I think you need to, to be it. you need to be in touch with your animal side and in the real world in the real world, if we were cooking hot dogs in the forest and they fell on the floor, a mm-hmm. like caveman. Uh, we would eat it Everyone picks and chooses when they're animalistic First Right. All, you live in a house You uh, wear clothing Sure, you not all the so time many- <laughs> That's true, that's very true We do so many things that are not animalistic And I don't want to lose that part of me, Case That animalistic side But you, you're, you're being very selective About what is animalistic Sure In caveman times, if you were at a football game And a sausage fell on the floor You would eat it <laughs> <laughs> mm, 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 mm. <laughs> i'm just saying that's how it would be <laughs> you're absolutely you know you can't who among us can't deny that i can't i can't absolutely i can't deny that so what other things happened in new orleans Anything crazy? The, the first night we got there we went to this like crazy mansion and they had a halloween party and like most apparently uh most of the time it's like a private invite and this year they just they fucking put it in the paper so like all kinds of weird people were there and they were like there were like magic mushrooms in the in the truffles that they were giving out. I didn't find out till after I ate one, mm-hmm. and uh, it didn't. I it must have been a mild dose, if if anything, because I didn't feel anything. But um, it was it, it was just crazy. It was like super packed. There was this like groovy band playing that just played the same song for ten minutes, and like everyone was on something, I guess. Yeah, I stuck to sazeracs that night. They had a sazerac bar at this place. What's in a sazerac? It's I know it's like they a- spray they spray the glass with bit, uh, bitters, I believe, or absinthe. I'm sorry. They... They spray or gl- like gloss the glass on the inside with absinthe. What do you mean? So how do they spray it? They, is it in a spray She had box? a little spritzer, and she spritzed it with absinthe. So the Sazerac is an old cocktail. Yeah, it's kind of like no an old-fashioned. There's no way that somebody in the back in the day had a spray. They thing. might have used a rag and then wiped the absinthe around, whatever they wow, do. That's actually really cool and gross. Yeah. Go on. It's, it's fine. In the caveman days, if you were having a Sazerac... <laughs> At a football game. At a football game. Um, So, yeah. So, they had a Sazerac bar. Everyone was in costume. Even though it wasn't Halloween, everyone was decked out in costume. Wow. I I was uh, Dirk Diggler from Boogie Nights. Great. With your pants on, of course. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I had gone – I didn't know we were going to an additional Halloween party. I I had a a costume in mind for Halloween proper, Mm -hmm. which was – and this went very well – a guy that fell asleep at frat party. Specifically, fuck boy that fell asleep at a frat party. Oh, and he had like writing all over. So his- I brought a marker with me, and I, I gave it to people, and like everyone just kind of drew on my face and my arms. Oh, that's brilliant! Yeah, it's cheap and it's fun, and it gets the crowd involved. Did you get all that stuff off you? Yeah, look, look at me now. Yeah, but this is like weeks later. I made sure to buy um, the the cheapest, shittiest looking markers I could find. The actual name of the brand of marker was Fooey <laughs> 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 it's just insane. It's yeah. so funny. There's a store around the block from the place we stayed in the Maroney, <laughs> which is like the section of New Orleans we were in. It's just open 24 hours. It's called the Mardi Gras store. and On the bottom floor, is like a sort of a ghetto supermarket. And upstairs, there was just random items. And so I, I found my markers there, the Fooey markers. Fooey. Fooey. Oh, Fooey. <laughs> I need a really cheap marker. Fooey. Phoo. And um, then, and then I was looking around. Initially, I was going to put a cucumber in my pants. If anyone's familiar with Boogie Nights, Dirk Diggler is a uh, his large, general. he's got large private parts, yes, yeah, uh, very large. And um, see, here we go again talking about privates. This whole thing is private parts and food. That's going to be <laughs> and the hot name. It's probably going to be the name of it. Private parts and food. So, so anyway, I, I was looking for a cucumber to stuff in my pants. I had like a polyester shirt and stuff and uh instead of a cucumber i found uh like a ceramic dick <laughs> with with a bottle opener attached to the end of it this is in the in the, in super, the supermarket get a supermarket yeah get just the sitting there no price tag on it wow just sitting there waiting waiting to go it was actually kind of rusty on the did bottle. did you buy it yeah i bought it but there was no how much was it i like i i got it to, like sold to me for 3 bucks you got it. You haggled this dick. I haggled some dick. <laughs> so hold on. All right. So that's that's your all your stories are insane. They're so loaded with weird stuff. God, markers any, are called fooey. Do you, you have any questions for me? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just waiting for it to be like, your ex girlfriend was there. <laughs> She's making hot dogs. She dropped a cucumber on the ground, and I ate it. <laughs> I was in a bathroom. Uh, so so I ended up taping. I bought this like weird tape that also looked used somehow. I've never seen tape that looked used before. <laughs> it's almost like they they used it and then they wrapped it all back up again, like around itself. Oh, I know what you're talking like, about. I've seen that. It was like kind of stores. loose and dirty. I don't know what... I've the, seen that at hardware store. So like. I bought that and wrapped it around my waist with the with the dick sticking out of my pants and I went around the party like that and it was a hit. It was a hit. Yeah, people loved it. That's great. That's always nice. I've been so friendly in New Orleans. I love talking to strangers, you know? Mm-hmm. And everyone was so friendly. Uh, it was a crazy-ass party, man. There was, like, a photo booth outside in a Volkswagen, like, microbus. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone just makes it work out there somehow, you know? Did you have a late-night meal? Um, Not that night. But we ate plenty. Yeah. We ate a plenty. So I was in Montauk for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I was at a party. And I, I was with, like, some friends. One who is a person of color. And when we were there... At one party, a girl came in in blackface mm-hmm. and she was portraying Angela Davis from the Black Panther party. And she thought what she was doing was a positive thing. And my friend was like, well, you know what you're doing is racist. And she was like, gave her a lot of attitude. Right. And now Montauk, I imagine people aren't used to, there's probably a certain type of community there.
1: I, I, I don't know. That's, I, Long I, Island? I, that's yeah. not
0: our Long Island. That's the other Long Island. It's, 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 yeah, it's far. It's like the farthest out in Long Island. I just, and I, I I really just can't understand. Blackface is not right. Even as a Halloween costume. Like there's, there's just, you can't do it. Yeah. it's It's a loaded costume. It's insanely offensive. And like, there were even people who were friends with her dressed as like a chic and like several other things that were like, But just as like maybe just as offensive, but I I can actually not just as offensive. Blackface is completely different, especially for this country, and it's just like insane that this person thought what they were doing. And it's also not the first time like someone's been called out for wearing that. Like they they would have like blackface parties at colleges, right? Yeah, I mean that's I mean it's also what what made everything so strange was like we're we're in New York and this is like happening. I mean. It, 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 that blew my mind, and I'm like, I'm not trying to like get on this whole PC band, bandwagon that's like been b- very big now. Because I mean, I like being—it's not a bad bad bad, uh, bad bandwagon to be on, to be honest. I think you shouldn't be overly, you know, PC or just like, you know. But this is different, especially if a person is like, you, what you're doing is offensive to give their her attitude for feeling that way. Like, I, everyone's open to free speech, but the thing that was the worst was. She had left. My friend left. And so I was just – I went over and also was like, hey, you know, just to reiterate, what you're doing isn't cool. And, you know, you're free to do whatever you want in this country. But, like, you should know that – how this affects people. And then, like, a bunch of her, like, guys came over and they were, like, yelling at me and getting physical <laughs> with me for h- having the opinion that I think what she was doing was offensive. And I was literally just trying to have a nice – conversation not nice, but, like, a conversation. Civil just, like, conversation. Civil conversation. And they, they were like, leave. They were like, "Get out of here!" And they got physical and tried to throw me out for disagreeing with that. Was something that I found offensive, and it was it blew it blew my mind. It made me so sad that like they're on the wrong side of history, and it's in New York City, and it's just or in New York. It's one thing to like be edgy and like maybe make a statement or something, but there's no you're not really making a statement with with blackface. I'm just this is a warning to the listeners that are sensitive in the ears. I'm going to shift positions on this leathery couch. Thank you. Great. Is that cool? Just positions on this topic. This is, no, just just a trigger warning for this for this leather couch. Yeah. But when you move, you're not going to. All right, that's good. Okay, cool. Now, how do you feel about? I feel, it? I feel great. Uh, yeah, you're I'm a fidgety better. guy. I am. You've you've caught me in weird positions. You've also been holding this little book this whole time. What does it say? Well, about? I just wrote down like topical. Okay, oh, like things to bring up, which we've covered most of it, I think. And on the, um, just real quick, um, um, have you ever rented a car before? I have. This is my first time renting one like myself, and we rented it. It was it was like seven of us going down to New Orleans, and uh, we had to drive from Lafayette, Louisiana, up to New Orleans because the flight was like much cheaper. And we rented instead of a minivan, I got a, a Tahoe, or it was actually a Yukon that they gave us. Have you ever driven one of those? It's great. Explain to me what room. that is. It's like a, a giant SUV. It's huge, it's really? the size of this room practically. Oh, it's like a what are those things called? But like, it's like, it's like a 15 pass or no? No, it's, it was an eight passenger, but like it's shaped like a, like instead of like, you know how a Jeep will have a trunk, mm-hmm. that trunk is replaced by three seats. Gotcha. So it's just this massive, like fun vehicle to drive. It's a gas guzzler, but man, it was cool. That's so weird. A t- what was it called? It was a, a GMC Yukon. Yukon. And it was like a completely modern, like it would vibrate if anyone drove near me or if I was parking, it would like vibrate my seat so I could tell that there was something Nearby. Oh, that's just fun. But while we were in New Orleans, it was pouring. It was like a huge storm. I guess that hurricane that kind of came nearby. Yikes. There was some residual effects from it. And it was pouring nonstop for the whole time. For like on Halloween itself, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. and the night before. This is a brand new car. When I went to go use it, like just to drive somewhere, it was leaking from the roof. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Like there was no sunroof. It was just leaking onto the console. Wow. That's... It smelled, Case. It's It stunk. It smelled like mildewy. When I rent cars, I only get like really small, really, really cheap ones. I try very sensible, as (laughs) cheap as possible. Well, this is split by seven people, so I went nuts. I would like to ball out and get like a convertible. I love that. Yeah, you know, or like uh, something weird, like a what's a weird car these days? Like a pickup. A pickup truck would be cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. It's not that weird. It's weird for you to drive. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the most truck guy, as you could tell. Yeah, not, not the most truckworthy guy. No, I'm not worthy oh, yeah, yeah. of a truck at all. But you know, you know, what? I've always had the idea for is a convertible minivan. Mm-hmm. So, like the PT Cruiser, it feels yeah like that. But even one more seat, It's fun. it feels like the, side, the sides <laughs> would bat would bow, right? Yeah, would it be like suicide doors? I mean, it depends on how sad they are. Mm-hmm. But no, I think that yeah, I think the doors would just open up normally. And like, it would be like a, you know, like a, you know, you, know, you see the convertible Solara? Yeah. I used to have a Solara. I know. So it'd be like one more thing. That's fun. Maybe you'd have to have, to have wheels in the bottom of the, of the middle. That's a weird car, man. I know. I never, I ain't never done heard of that. Like an old ass limousine too. Yeah. I like those old limos, like the Lincoln 1970s limo that you see on Craigslist sometimes. To mm-hmm. buy. I'm not going to buy it, but I like, I support the idea of buying it. To, of buying a whole limo too. Yeah. To, just to have yeah, It yeah. seems like limos and dash hounds have a lot in common. The dog, like the wiener dog? Yeah, because they're both long, and they're both, I imagine, take a lot uh, of upkeep. I think no. dash hounds have a lot of medical issues, and yeah. uh, long limos also have a lot of medical issues. You think dash hounds are ever, like, scrapped, scratching their stomachs on, like, curbs? Yeah, I don't know. Like if They a... they probably don't mean to do it, but, man, yeah, it, it's hard. it seems weird being a weird animal. Yeah, man, you're a weird animal. Case, did you know that I'm moving? See yes, me? I did know you're moving it's apartments. A, it's a big deal, man. This is a huge move for M- moves you. Moves are tough. Yeah. You're uh, making moves. I'm moving downstairs one floor in my building. What? Yeah. I'm, doing, I'm moving down uh, a floor. What? I'm moving in with Tim Duffy. This, I, so I, I know all this. I was, I was, playing, I know you're playing straight man. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you living, you're living in this building, the, obviously, the ambassador building. Okay. Well, which I've obviously. promoted before <laughs> the ambassador building in Staten Island, Okay. And you're going to be going from the second <laughs> floor to the first floor and you're, you're leaving, uh, well, uh, to be fair, the third floor to the second floor. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. But because they're so weird, the building's built on this weird An Indian uh, burial ground. Yeah. So we don't count the first floor. An American Indian. I'm sorry. I'm sure. Sorry. So, uh, so you're moving in with Tim Duffy. Hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. I, I hear he's great. He seems really clean. He's got beautiful blue eyes. Mm. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, you know, it's going to be kind of tr- tough because like you realize how much shit you build up living in a place. Right. Like, I have so much junk in the like, tucked in corners. Yeah. Like old receipts in case I need to return like a phone three generations ago. What are you going to do? Shred them or just throw them out? I'm just going to chuck them, bro. Yeah. What about any other things like physical things that you're going to keep or lose? Well, what's great is I can just put stuff in my parents' basement and forget about it for a while until they move out. That's nice. It's kind of like paying it backward. I have a bunch of stuff in my parents' yeah. basement that's like that I'll, I'll want if I ever get a house. Yeah. Which I would love. Oh God, I would love to have a house me too if you have a, if you're listening right now and you have a house, pat, pat yourself on the back because you're doing something that's so cool is owning a house. you have so much room, and I bet you some of you have don't even have enough room in the house, and you guys want a bigger house and that's how I feel because I have a very small house called an apartment I just want another room I don't have another room I have one room. Well, I blew it for you why so uh, oh, you, yeah. when you were so you were almost gonna not you're almost gonna stay in your place. And then one person was going to leave, and you were both just going to pay a little bit more rent. Right, and keep the one – because you Keep one spare room. You were living with two people. Yeah. And so there's three rooms and a common kitchen. So you were going to take that other bedroom, make a little studio for your little well, music. Well, here's what happened. You know, I, I, I was telling Casey that I was moving downstairs with Tim, and he was like – and I was kind of like – Kind of excited about it, but then there were some complications that it appeared that we might be stuck staying in the same place. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of bummed out about that. But then you, Casey, started to get me excited about the prospect of having a whole other the room to turn into a music studio or what have you, uh, a clothing nook, anything. Yeah. It could be a nook. It could be a hutch. Yeah, any of those things. All those words that mean the same thing. And I, Because that was something I was sort of like vicariously excited that I could live through you. Yeah. Because I only have... I live in a one bedroom. It's a beautiful one bedroom, but it's a one bedroom. Yeah. And so, like, there's really, I could, like, if I have to make, if I have to, like, set up a, you know, the podcast equipment or to record music, I have to set up the whole thing and then break it down yes. because there's not that much room. It kills the creative process. If I just had a room that was, like, always ready to go, that was just, like, it's a room that was, like, DTF, mm-hmm. but the F for some reason stood for record. F-re-cord. For record. For record. Down to for record then that would be, the, that's the dream. I would love to have a garage where I had like drums. Like, I know. If you have a house right now and you're not a musician that has drums in a recording studio, what are you doing with yourself? What's your problem, man? Well, back off. You know what I mean? It's at, it's almost as offensive as blackface. Yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways. But the the thing that's exciting though is you're living with Tim Duffy. Mm-hmm. So you don't even need to record it's, music it's, it's, because it's, your your happiness and creativity will come by looking at those baby blues. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Yeah, basically, like all the comedy on Staten Island is now in this one room. You and him. Tim Duffy is a comedian, and I am apparently involved in comedy somehow. Mm -hmm. And so it's gonna it's gonna be really cool and funny all the time. It's always gonna be laughs, and Tim is such he. You know what? He's one thing about him is he loves to clown around and. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <He's> a, <laughs> and he loves a lot of attention and yeah. he likes he the, likes he's gonna love that we're talking about him on here he's gonna love to pl- just play all the time you should check him out on uh, on twitter he's very funny he just got a job working for comedy central's mm-hmm. twitter department i and, saw a tweet today that i was like that's a hundred percent a tim duffy tweet it yeah i'd be so happy yeah i love i love him so much i'm looking forward the problem is i love him now might be rough Moving in with him totally. because you kind of – Because everyone always ha- they hates you when they – Yeah, even. everyone <laughs> – not me. I mean – No, no, that's true though. <laughs> Everyone's always is, like is is Joe that sucks. I feel like I'm pretty like pretty good. Well, I, so you it was before you were living with our, our famous photographer and musician friend, Danny Lane. Mm-hmm. And our, f- our famous psychopath uh, – Custom uh, service. Sweetheart, custom service Representative. Dude, Christopher Arama, who's – they're both great people and I think that they would have issues with you all had issues with each other. Sure. That happens when you probably the, the least amount with Danny. He keeps ah, to himself. You know. I mean, yes and no. You can always find something to be a little That's exasperated it. by. But Vert, I remember you had said that, you know, he's he he takes up the whole kitchen, he cooks everything up. You know, he That's like, fine. He's like, I don't mind someone cooking. He just sort of like he just lives in his own world. I'm not gonna get into this whole thing right now. I love the guys. And I'm but yeah. I will say I'm excited to like Move in with a new person and hate them instead. Good. Yeah. You know? And they and I remember That's progress. Do you is there anything that you've learned from living here that you're gonna try to baggage that you're not gonna bring to Tim? <laughs> I don't know. Aside from actual baggage that you might leave at your parents. Uh, I'm just gonna try and, you know, maybe negotiate like how we clean things earlier on, because that kind of becomes kind of gets out of hand. We didn't have like a, a chore roster that some people have. A chore wheel. A chore or the wheel of chores. Chores. And then so, yeah, that's what you should do because there is – it's nice to be like, hey, um, this week I'm going to clean the bathroom. Next week you know, you're you going to clean the bathroom. Yeah. That's good. I should actually and still – For a week out. no one's going to clean the bathroom. Right. And then for the rest of the time. No
1: yeah.
0: It's tough, man. It's tough figuring out that because if the one person doesn't do it, then you're kind of like, well, then I – that means I, can, I don't have to do it. And then it's a slippery slope. I'm looking forward to not having a roommate one day. It would be nice to live on my own just – even just for a little bit, you know. I say go for it. Well, we'll see. Spend a year with Tim, learn everything, and, get, get his secrets. And then kick him out. Kick him out. Out of his own place. And then set up your little music studio. You can make your little music. <laughs> that'll be fun. Make your little tunes. Make my little doodles. What band are you uh, most excited about that you're in right now? Um, Probably probably Bueno, just because like, we have a lot of fun right now. Luke is on tour with Titus Andronicus right now in Europe. Very cool. His first time leaving the country. Luke is the singer of our band Titus Andronicus. What is he Andronicus? doing? He's a is a, a punk band. Uh, he is like tour managing for them. Weird. Yeah, I, I know. That's cool. And it's just it's you know we're just making connections. And I just I see a lot of cool stuff down the pipeline. The Bueno album I have on tape, which is cool, and I've been listening to it a lot, and it's really good. It's way more poppy than I th- thought it would be. Thanks. Yeah, we kind of just sat down and like organized these songs, which we never did before. What's a lot of What's the jam. album called? It's called Guilt, and it's by the band Bueno. B yes. U E N O. Yeah. And so that's, that's, cool. so less vinyl. I've been like kind of, you know, it's weird to do this, but I was been listening to my own music just to give. I love listening to my own music. You do? Yeah, I do it all the time. I'm oh, shameless cool. about it. Well, I like doing it too. I like listening to old stuff and being like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting, or well, I don't like this anymore. It's that kind of thing. And with less vinyl, who open, obviously opens this podcast and closes it, we have a show, which is exciting. We're doing the Monty Love Christmas show. Christmas Spectacular. Spectu- Spectacular. Specular. Specular, which is Jay Miller's band. And he, it's going to be on the twenty. Is it 26th? the 26th? Yeah, I think it's the 26th. Look out for it, people. Uh, and Because Les Final doesn't play a lot, but we're playing the show, which is great. You guys only play cool shows, and this is only, going to be a cool show. We only play cool shows. You've, oh, yeah, <laughs> you've opened up for Ingrid Michelson, <laughs> Kevin Divine. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Uh? Uh, uh, Black Shadow, what yeah, was the name Vince of it? Vince Black Shadow. No, that was Paragraph. This podcast. Uh, but yeah, so it's the kind of thing that I'm super excited about. I also have a bunch of new songs that I want to record, so that's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff. I've also been doing like weird gigs here and there, just like pl- sitting in and playing with yeah. And I play with these guys from Nashville. Like a friend of a friend recommended recommended me, and I we just like literally I met them the first day of the show. We're just like the day of the show. Right. We practiced for an hour or two and then we went and played this like big show in, in uh, the Lower East Side. I just love it. I love like going in and like just like having to learn a bunch of songs real quick and knocking them out. It's so fun. I will say like as a person, you're not great, but you're an incredible musician. Thank you. That means a lot to me. And you are like, you're you're like, you know, some some people are like fluent in another language. You are fluent in bass music. Like you you just pick up songs so quickly and you come up with really smart, funny funny <laughs> you're a little funny you come with really smart, uh, catchy bass lines, which is like kinda hard to do to stand out. And it's not like you're overdoing it. You like play what's right and you make it like a really unique thing. And makes up for me being such a shit person. Really weird person. A really weird human being. And you're like you're when you play, you're like, I don't even see your eyebrow. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, like when i'm listening to the music i'm not even thinking about that eyebrow uh-huh. so it's really amazing that's cool but yeah it's it, but like that's a, that's a fun thing that you're you know that you're just really good at because you you also yesterday uh i had joe sit in with this this female uh guitar songwriter person. well they had an audition and i i mean i just I- happen to make I think they liked me on the audition, right? I'd like yeah. to think it wasn't like... It was your music. It was your look. It was your the networking that you've made with me. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, that was great. And I was really cool to see the whole process. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, that was
0: fun, yeah. I wish I had anything nice to say about you. I'm sorry. I'm just drawing a blank. you want to know something funny? I listened the other day when I was driving home from Montauk. I listened to an old radio interview that our old band Paragraph did on for Mighty Vim. I was just talking about that interview with Danny last night. That's so, so bizarre. So weird. So I listened to the entire thing, and it's pretty good. It's interesting to hear us talk. Yeah. Also, we had said that for whatever paragraph paragraph album that we had made at the time, the next one, the plan was for you to write all the songs and for us to play them. That's right. I would. I would really like you to put out a solo album. I know. I, I, I just need to have a, a room that I can make my little ditties in. Right. You need a little room. Little yeah. Little songs. My little songs and your little clothes. I would love to. I should it would be really fun i think the whole audience out here would like to hear that i'll work on a for you guys because i was even thinking like you know i have all these i have a bunch of new songs that i was like well, what if i just record them on my own and put them out and i was like well, i'll just do like a solo album but i'm like less final is sort of a project that's mine it's like we're the prime driver of it's it. like when dave matthews banned he like dave matthews like put out a solo did album. did he and like, yeah and it's I just as dave matthews <laughs> <laughs> and you're like what <laughs> I you know? did not know that. And like Ben Folds 5 is a little different because like you know, he put out a solo album as Ben Folds. They were specifically a trio. You could hear all of them contributing parts. Ben Folds' sound did change. Did change. And that's a little different. But Dave Matthews to Dave Because also it was like, <laughs> he, I think he had some of the people from the band. And of course. Who, who else is he going to hire? Yeah, so weird. And on that note, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, this is so fun. It was nice to hang yeah. out and talking. This is great. We should do this more often. I mean, I see you several times a week, so, mm-hmm. but sometimes we put a microphone in front of us and talk. Right. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Please uh, follow us uh, at Casey Jost and at SI underscore bad boy. Send us some food to 75 broad street, 15th floor and make sure to keep sending your canned goods to the church. 75 Broadway Trinity church. Yeah, And please say, you could say things like, what say you podcast or you know casey and joe send you know i would maybe not say go fuck yourself to the church that's what i was thinking as well yeah, of. yeah. <laughs> not the best idea go go love yourself go love yourself go love your lord yeah go pray go pray yourself somewhere eat pray love mm-hmm. that's a good name for this too mm-hmm. this podcast eat pray love because we talked about eating <laughs> eat eat love eat, eat, eat dick pray, love eat. <laughs> eat dick love okay. eat dick limos that's, that's great. Um, all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening, and uh hopefully, you know your captains, Joe. I mean, Sal and <laughs> Joe, you know, Joe and hopefully, lead, Joe and hopefully Joe and Mer make a podcast. <laughs> Bye.
1: That Rome wasn't built in a day Then how come everyone is rushing to get ahead And if I seem to be reserved, that's just my way Your questions seem like you're interrogating me Yeah, I try Then again, I don't try I get an F for effort I get a D next time Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh I heard the lemon metaphor four million times. And I don't stand for lemonade. Don't ask me why. And would a beverage stand be a job that be desired? And where would I get the wood? And should I try? Should I try? Then again, I don't try. I get an F for effort. I get a 65. Yeah, I try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I don't try I get an F for effort I might as well just Uh-huh, uh-huh The currency don't grow like leaves on trees. Then how come my money comes and goes so seasonally? And I wish farmers planted plants instead of the My friend pays a ton of green for greener groceries. Yeah, she tries. Then again, she don't try. She gets an F for effort. She'll plant a tree next time. Yeah, she tries. Then again I don't try, I get an F for effort, I get a D next time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I try, then again I don't try, I get an F for effort, I get a 65, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I try, then again I don't try, I get an F for effort, I might as well just die. Next message. Hi okay, Listen now, Fia. Please call me what you say, not have hit.
0: End of message.